you can leave the city behind this summer and still follow Toronto sports. Use the TSN app and your car's Bluetooth connection to stream TSN 1050 anywhere you go. Now, back to Toronto Today. A round of applause to the listeners of this show. Oh my God, if we stumbled on a great topic here on TSN 1050 on Toronto Today. We are recasting the show Cheers. If Jennifer Anderson says she'd love to see friends come back, we say we want Cheers to come back. And we want you, the listeners, to help us recast the show. We've already got one figured out. And that, of course, Norm is going to be played by Gronk. Comedian Sean Cullen, a really, really funny guy, wrote in and suggested R.A. Dickey as the role of Frazier. That is brilliant. And by the way, I've even seen Sean Cullen, one of the best comedians working in Toronto. That is a good one. Kyle LaSalle. If you know Carla Tortelli and the fact that she was a very fertile woman... He wants Antonio Cromartie to play Carla Tortelli. <laughs> Everybody, please keep sending these in at MCAUSE56. We will, by the way, come tomorrow. We will reveal the list. We are going to put together this list. We want you guys to keep sending them in. Someone wanted Brad Marchand as Carla. Also quite funny. Joining us now to talk all things CFL, the Argonauts taking on the Ottawa Red Blacks tonight down at BMO Field, 7 o'clock start. That, that, he was the guy designed to be the future of the team. And right. then after about four games, he's been benched for the 30-year-old journeyman in McLeod Bethel-Thompson. If that happens in the NFL, you know, then a lot of the conversation goes to how much of this on the coach? Because it seems to me Mark Tressman, you know, that James Franklin wasn't working in Tressman's system. How much of this is on Mark Tressman not adjusting his system to work with James Franklin? And how much of this is on Jim Pop and bringing in a quarterback that maybe Tressman didn't want to work with? Well, that depends. I mean, do you look at it as a failure, or do you look at it as part of a process? I mean, right now, you're right. It, it is a process. Um, failure is a bit hyperbolic. Uh, this is sports radio, because we're only into you know, one-third of the season. But I'll, yeah. say, I'll say this. just When I hear the idea that, oh, wait, no, we're going to bench Franklin. He's not working into the West Coast offense that Tressman prefers. And my first thought to that was, hey, coach. James Franklin had success in Edmonton. Part of your job is to tailor your offense to your quarterback. No, I don't disagree. And I think with James coming in and the contract that he signed, he basically had the first shot to be the starter for the Argonauts through the entire 18-game season. Well, as the season has progressed and six games were completed, he has one touchdown pass, he has uh, six interceptions, he hasn't been able to get the football down the field the way that Trestman wants the football to go down the field because it's very difficult to put together 12 and 14 play drives in this league. It's easier to get large amounts of yardage to position yourself to get one play into the end zone. So I really believe what he is doing is based out of logic. Now going through training camp, he had this other quarterback, McLeod Bethel Thompson, and he's the type of quarterback that it fits what Mark Trestman wants to do. So if he had turned around and he had started the quarterback he's starting tonight, then the criticism 
would have been there. Well, what about James Franklin? He had to go through the process of uncovering the unknown. In that process of uncovering the unknown, if successful, Matt, then you have a great second half of the season. All CFL teams do that in the month of July in particular. They figure out what they got. NFL teams do that as well because you're playing regular season games. You're getting a lot of film and video on players, and you're able to determine who is the best player for a situation and who is the best player for a specific position. So I don't think this is a wrong decision. I think it is a part of a process decision. Now, can McLeod Bethel Thompson, can he be better than what you saw with James Franklin? Well, they're certainly hoping so. I mean, he's six foot four. he's 230. He's gone through all the NFL ups and downs he possibly can. And he's a 30-year-old man. He's not a kid. And he has a maturity about him that I think fits much better with what Trustman wants to do than where James Franklin is right now in his career. That doesn't mean you dismiss the other guy. It's more that he now is in a supportive system to make sure that the number one quarterback performs at an unbelievably high level. Joined by Chris Schultz from TSN and also color analyst for the Toronto Argonauts taking on auto tonight, 7 o'clock. It's going to be a gorgeous night. you got to head down to BMO. Um, at the end of this interview, I'll tell you why I can't go, and it's very, very depressing. Um, when I look at James Franklin, Every chance I saw, every time I saw him in Edmonton, he looked good. He was able to get points, was able to move the ball, 12 touchdowns versus one interception, better yards per pass, slightly better completion percentage. The fact that he worked well in Edmonton and didn't work in Toronto, how much of this is on the coach? How much is on the quarterback? I think the vast majority is on the quarterback. Coaches are preparers, Maddie. All they can do is, they're no different than your producer. All your producer can do is align your show to a specific level that you have satisfaction with. Make sure that all the guests are on time. Make sure in your pre-discussions that you have good subject matters to be involved with. And then he's got to let you go. And he's, they've got to let you go and talk and be entertaining and most most of all be intelligent with your sports articulation. He's the coach. You're the player. So it's up to you to perform. Now, if the coach doesn't produce a result, if he doesn't prepare you, it's going to affect your performance, but the bottom line is when you're on radio, if it's going to be a success, it's not on the producer. The producer's already done his work. It's up to you. Then the bottom line is if you lose your job, <laughs> it's not the producer that got you fired. You did. I disagree. So, I, I think if I'm great, it's me. If I'm bad, then Joe Narsa, shame on no, you. No. <laughs> it always gets back to the player. Those are the guys that go on the football field the day before a game. What is amazingly, I don't know if this is the right word, but it's serene. I mean, all the work is done by the coaches. There's almost a relaxed state of mind the day before a game because everybody knows that everything is done and everything is prepared. Now it's time to perform. If James Franklin does get another opportunity to be the starting quarterback for the Toronto Argonauts, then he has to produce a result that is satisfactory for his head coach, Mark Trestman, and for the quarterback coach, Anthony Calvillo, and for Jim Pop, and even for Ricky Ray, because you know this was not an individual decision. This was a consensus decision because they have too many good football minds in this organization, not for everybody else to have a say on how they want to distribute their personnel. Joined by Chris Schultz. Chris, here's why, and listen, I'm a Franklin fan. 
Uh, I, I've loved him since I saw him at Edmonton. But here's why I'm rooting for McLeod Bethel Thompson tonight. One, I'm an Argo fan. I want him to do well. I want the team to win. The fact they're one in five stinks. I love this quote. I want to read it to you and get your thoughts. Um, Bethel said, re- said yesterday, I've been cut 11 or 12 times from NFL teams. Signed and cut. It takes a level of insanity and obsession to keep at it. I think I'm insane enough to still be here. Bingo. I, I agree with you in that assessment, and I'm going to be cheering for him, too. Love that I love quote. it, too. You know, Matty, there's two types of opportunities in life. There's the opportunities that are given you, and there's the opportunities that are earned. And for Thompson, this one is earned. He's going to come in here, and he's going to know that he's gone through enough football adversity that he'll find out whether he's good enough to play, and he has earned this opportunity. Other times, other scenarios, whether it be – you're drafted high, you're drafted in a situation where they didn't have open competition, it's your job. That opportunity is given to you, and you have to capitalize on it. But the big thing is I believe that he recognizes this. And to capitalize on an opportunity, the first thing you got to do, you got to recognize it. you got to look at yourself in the mirror and say, this is my opportunity. Don't mess it up, so to speak. And put the pressure on yourself to be as prepared and perform at the highest level and learn from whatever mistakes you can learn from within the context of the game or the very next day when you're reviewing the game. But I do agree with you. To hear his comments about the different scenarios that he's been through, it's nice to see a guy who, you know, I don't want to say humble, but has paid a price to have this opportunity. And there's no doubt in my mind there's everyone in the organization is cheering him on. He's well-respected as a quarterback, and I think he's going to do quite well. I'm picking Toronto to win tonight. So you're one of the few then, because if you go to if you go to CFL.ca, uh, the rest of us we have Ottawa. I hope I'm wrong. Prove me wrong. Um, uh, the Toronto Argonauts. Um, moving over because we've now spoke for about seven minutes about the CFL without talking about Johnny Manziel. I've just been fined forty five dollars. Um, he's had under two weeks of practice. Montreal has gone 1-16 in their last 17 games. No team has scored fewer points than they have, and they lose Chris Williams as part of that trade who goes to Hamilton. I look at all this, and I'll be honest with you. I'll be shocked if Johnny Manziel, and then also, you know, quarterbacks don't do well early on in this league. I don't care who you are. uh, You just don't do well early on. I'd be shocked if Johnny Manziel plays well tomorrow night. So would I. I I think the positives about this is two things number one he does know the hamilton defense so in evaluation he knows which corners or defensive backs or even safeties depending on the coverage are good in man-to-man or are bad in man-to-man who plays a zone well and who has trouble in zone he knows the blitz packages that the hamilton ticats run and he knows a lot about the individual players and they know about him they know about whether he throws better moving to the right to the left what patterns he's accurate on, what patterns he's not accurate on. They know about his completion percentage. you got to remember, is through training camp and also through the practice, they've charted every one of Johnny Manziel's throws in the sense that how many were complete, how many were incomplete, who he throws the football to, what patterns he throws, and which ones he likes. So it's like you got the quarterback knows the defense, but the entire defense knows the quarterback. So let's say that's a wash. Where this is a unique opportunity is Manziel – really ingratiated himself to Hamilton, to the football team, to the organization. He didn't come in with an ego. He came in with a high sense of humility, and people were very appreciative of that. There's nobody on the Ticats that are going to headhunt him, try to get a shot on him, 
that are going to trash talk him. You know, they, they don't want him to do well because winning and losing in this sport is everything. The sport is terrible when you win, and it's a lot. It's terrible when you lose, and it's a lot of fun when you win. But nobody's going to take a shot on him. It's just going to be as if he's playing a very high intensity practice game, just in a different uniform. So he can use that to his advantage. It's not like he's going in and playing Saskatchewan or playing another team that has an animosity to him. But to think that the young man, after 11 days, I believe, precisely, and his third playbook, because remember he was in the American Spring Football League, yeah. Hamilton, now Montreal, can run a sophisticated, polished offense, is unrealistic. I'm not going to evaluate or judge Johnny Manziel until maybe I estimate Matt Labor Day. Yeah. And then at Labor Day, I think you kind of know what you got. Out of the pocket, he's fantastic. He improvises. He adapts. When the pressure is on, he doesn't give up. He makes it happen. In the pocket in CFL football, if he starts throwing 25-yard post patterns right in the receiver's hands, then you really got something, and you'll have a confident quarterback. Mike Sherman knows this player really well. He knows Mike Sherman. That is a big-time plus, but I think he's going to struggle. Hey, Schultz, always appreciate And by the way, you know what I'm doing today? Coming to BMO. I, oh, God, that'd be good. Um, my girlfriend's twin sister is moving. She has to move out of her place. And for temporarily, she's going to be moving in with me and her twin sister, my girlfriend. So I've got to help them move. And they're moving a bunch of crap into my place. And I'm someone who doesn't like, like, I'm a guy who likes empty. Even my closets. I like lots of space and not a lot of clutter. So I'm helping her move today. That is my afternoon and evening. Best wishes, Matt. Right back at you, buddy. <laughs> uh, I, I will be listening. I'm going to be watching as much as I can. Love hearing you and Mike Hogan calling the game. Really appreciate it, sir. Thanks, man. Have a good afternoon. Uh, I'll do my best. Thanks so much, sir. Eat chicken McNuggets with our new spicy buffalo sauce only your way. Dipping sauces for a limited time only at participating McDonald's in Ontario.